And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. He calls me with you, with you, with you, with you, right back in. Anything she needs, she can call me. Don't worry about it, that's my seat. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gizmondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we got a great show today. Maybe before we start the show, we say go Canucks, Casey. Yes, very exciting. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm having fun. Doing a bit of tweeting. I shouldn't be on my wine feed, but if you want to have a laugh once in a while, you can check that out. Uh, Casey, lots going on today. We're going to start with, uh, I've got a tip on a great fish and chip joint. We're going to tell you about that uh, sometime today in the show. And you've got a tip on a new restaurant, which is what? what what's the food there, Casey? Plant-based food in Chinatown. Plant-based food and fish and chips. They couldn't be uh, more different. Exactly. Uh, well, uh, we're also going to catch up with Jennifer Shell. You're in love with her cookbook, Casey, the BC Wine Lovers Cookbook: Recipes and Stories from Across Wine or from Wineries Across British Columbia. Yes, and it's definitely going to be in my top ten list in December. Oh wow! So uh, we'll talk to Jennifer and and some great stories there about recipes. You won't want to miss that. And then we're going to head up to Okanagan Crush Pad. Julian Schofield's going to join us to talk about uh, Bizu and Yukon. These are two beautiful dogs that work outdoors. I don't know. Have you met them, Casey? I've met them. They're they're monster dogs. They're Grand Pyrenees. I haven't met them, and I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah. They kind of sleep all day, and then they patrol uh, the vineyards all night long for coyotes and whatever. So we'll have a chat about that and uh, what's going on at Okanagan Crush Pad. But coming up next, we catch up with our old pal Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director at Save On Foods. We're going to talk about the, it's kind of the wrap-up season for Rosé. Lots of sales going on there. And uh, I'm going to ask both him and Casey what, uh, their favorite bites are when uh, they're drinking rosé because they seem the two of them seem to be drinking a lot of rosés. So Casey, you can work on that one. And you've uh, given some well. great tips on rosés, also, Tony. Yeah. So we'll do that. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Don't go away. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Tin Horn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here. Nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. 
surrounded by an idyllic organic vineyard using natural ferments and small art artisanal winemaking, they produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect the unique land. You can find Clotus Soleil wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province or order online at clotusolay.ca. The Wine Experience Center at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery is waiting for you. Welcome to the new home of hospitality in the Okanagan. The wine shop is open for tastings, and the Modest Butcher Restaurant is ready to welcome you with the best dining experience in Okanagan wine country. Reservations are required for tastings and dining. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitation, and physical distancing protocols will also be in place. For more information and updated developments, please visit mtboucherie.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. So darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're delighted to have with us, uh, and it must be a long weekend coming up, Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director of uh, Save On Food. Steve, how are you today? Excellent. Great to hear you guys. Yeah, good to catch up with you. I hear you've been around town for a few days, which is a bit unusual, but it uh, won't be long. You'll be on the road, I guess, looking for uh, more wine bargains. Are you out of wine yet? Uh, no, we're never going to run out of wine. That's one thing that we can <laughs> count, on, count on British Columbia. We've got lots of wine. The, the secret of, is finding it and establishing yeah. that, that pipeline with those uh, great BC wineries to get it to our stores. And, yes, I'll be out uh, chasing around uh, wineries in the North Shushwap, or not the North Shushwap, but in the Shushwap here very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, well, great to catch up with you today. I know one of the things, I know you're fond of rosé, and they are actually on sale now through the Labor Day weekend, so I thought I'd start with that. Tell us exactly what's going on with the rosé deals. Well, I'm glad you asked about that. You know, we're proud of the fact that we have quite possibly one of the largest collection of rosé wines anywhere. Uh, and the the beauty of ours is that they're all 100% BC VQA uh, rosés. And we have more than 90 of them in our stores right now. And uh, wow. we're at an all-time high. And right now until the, uh, till the 4th of September, every one of them is on sale. And that's to varying degrees of price, but they all have a sale price on them. In addition, of course, if you buy any four of them, we're going to give you another 10% off of that. And if you want to splurge and get a whole case of rosés, and then we'll give you another $12 on top of the 10% discount on top of the sale price. Heck of a deal. Wow. And I know one of that... the rosés is already $6 off, so it's just an amazing deal. We sell yep. so much rosé in this month. Uh, you know, we like to call it rosé all day, every day, any day. And, you know, we can keep on going with that thing. But we have a lot of fun with our rosé promotion. And so do, so do really the wineries, actually, too. Well, I've been, uh, I, I've been going through the list. Uh, by the way, folks, you can shop online to uh, find out what, is, uh, what the prices are and what's on sale and what they're selling in terms of wine at uh, Save on Foods. And I've, I uncovered... Uh, I think the one you're talking about, Casey, is the Unsworth Vineyard Rosé, which is marked down to 19.99 from 25.29. This is really a terrific. It's a Provencal colored pink, like barely any color in it, uh, and then it's got that Cowichan Vancouver Island minerality and freshness and brightness, and just a fantastic wine. Great bargain. Uh, so I would look for that. And also, uh, Steve, Robin Ridge is another uh, interesting winery in the Similkameen. 
who's doing a really nice sort of savory dry uh, rosé too. I don't know if people are you sell more uh, rosé that's dry or more rosé that has residual sugar, but the, these are really wonderful products. Oh, absolutely! No, they, Nova Ridges has you know all of their wines are, are premium quality as far as we're concerned. But the question you asked us about the the rosés, I think it's pretty well balanced right now in the market. You have a tremendous amount of consumers uh, that are that are purchasing rosés for the for that for that dry, that crisp, clean. Yep. That, and then you have the other segment of the population or consumer. Uh, looking at the fruity, uh, you know, more sweeter probably profile. And uh, you're Casey? also part of a program with Cedar Creek, Plant a Tree program. How does that work? Oh, that's something we're really proud of this year. We started this in conjunction with the winery. And and uh, right now we have a program on the go where um, we have a lot of Cedar Creek wineries. Uh, wines are on sale. In addition, but whenever you buy one bottle of wine from us, uh, the winery has pledged to plant a tree in the Okanagan. And, and I think all of us have seen uh, recently wildfire destruction in the Okanagan. And historically, there's been a significant portion of the Okanagan subjected to wildfires. So we've, we've partnered as, as good community uh, partners in this with the winery is, is that our, our goal is to try to sell 10,000 bottles of wine in this month. So that we can uh, we can ob- obligate uh, Cedar Creek to plant 10,000 trees in, in the Okanagan, and we think it's a heck of an opportunity just to just to give back, and so does the winery. So we're real proud of this, and we're going to run this program. We just started it, and we're going to run it till the middle of uh, middle of September, and um, we're looking forward to selling as many bottles of wine as we can. Uh, the more we can, the more trees we'll get planted. Yeah, uh, well, maybe Steve, you, Casey, and I will go up there and plant those ten thousand trees. That uh, <laughs> would take that probably take ten thousand years, but <laughs> we'd have some fun and a brace <laughs> on our backs, Tony. I don't know about Steve. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask both of you. You can think about it for a minute about what what's your favorite thing to uh, serve or to have. Your favorite bite with a rosé. I was. Uh, actually cruising your your blog site and noticed that uh, you've got a very simple recipe for a peach mozzarella and basil salad, which I think is, you know, peaches are, uh, it's the perfect time of year for peaches. Very simple, uh, just peaches, mozzarella, and some basil leaves, a little olive oil and, and uh, salt and pepper. I, I think that would be just perfect with one of these dry rosés. But do, do you have a favorite, uh, Steve, when you're sipping rosé? Um, you know, Tony, that's just like asking me which one of my kids are favorite. You know, I, I just there's so many good things that I find to, that go with rosé in my world today. Um, yeah, all kinds of hors d'oeuvres. I mean, we might, we have a special in our house where we make a, a tequila lime special uh, prawn uh, um, oh, hors d'oeuvres. And um, and to be honest, when you get the the sweetness of the of the of the lime, and you get the yep. sharpness of the tequila. And you, with tied together with the seafood, and then with the dry, crisp, clean rosé, um, it just it lights up my world, and um, it, it's almost mm. it's almost a problem. Steve, that's my favorite uh, hard alcohol tequila. <laughs> so that sounds fantastic. I would say my favorite would be uh, salmon with crispy lemons and anchovy butter. Real a very easy recipe where you 
you actually broil the salmon. So you preheat the you know broiler broiler to high and and brush a baking sheet with olive oil and just lay lemon slices on the pan and uh, overlap them and create a bed for fillets. Just drizzle you know with olive oil, salt and pepper, and that's about it. Well, okay, I'm, I'm ready for rosé. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> yeah, about five <laughs> minutes on each side. Uh. Steve, uh, I'm always interested in how the shopper's evolving. How are, how are things going now that uh, the pandemic's been going on for quite a while? It's gonna, it looks like it's going to be a long winter. Do you, do you see definite patterns now? Or are people just returning to what they were doing, or is it a different shopper? Um, actually, you know, we, what we've seen is, is a slow migration toward where they were before. Um, instinctively, when, when, when the pandemic first started, there was a lot of panic buying, a lot of traditional what we call comfort solution purchases and i saw yep. that in the wine business but we're starting to see people become a little bit more experimentative um they're looking for the treasures again um we see more exploration in in, in all of the different kinds of wines that we've got and of course you know we're some of our stores have got more than 1200 uh, different skews in them and we're starting to see a more balance now and uh, mm-hmm. i i i think that's just just where the trend is headed as the consumer um recognizes they kind of went through that 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 uncertainty and i think there is some semblance of of order returning to what we'd call our wine consumer uh relationship but you know it's affected everybody like i write in the vancouver province online in the sun and this time of year i would always be doing back to school lunches and and even dinners and now nobody's going to school i mean maybe two days a week so i'm rethinking a lot of that I think you're absolutely right, Casey. I, I think that a bit of an uncertainty about the return to school process and how 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 parents are going to integrate a, a reduced uh, school week into their lives as well as as their children's lives. And uh, and I'm 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 comforted I'm comforted knowing that that through that all that we still have a great selection of new wines that we're bringing to the shelves every day. So we've still got mm-hmm. variety as people get back to normal. We're speaking with Steve Moriarty. He's a wine director of Save on Foods. Before you go, Steve, so I know that you're heading off uh, up to the Shushwap. Uh, will, will you change a bit now for the fall? Will there be more reds on the on the go? Or are you looking at different kinds of wines, or is it already all <laughs> set out in stone? I think a lot of it is already put in place. Um, but what we've seen al- already, and I'm very surprised with this, I've seen so many new red reds come to our uh, uh, through our pro- portal and process. Yep. That I've never seen before. I'm just and I'm I'm simply amazed at the quality of the wines that have that are coming to coming to market. Uh, the new vintages, yeah. just new wines that that we've never heard of, never seen before. Uh, some from traditional wineries and some from uh, some some from fairly new wineries. I'm just we're just absolutely amazed at the quality that that that's coming to that we have access to now. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good uh, fall. I mean, without those restaurants buying a lot of the big top wines, there's going to be some of that juice flowing around into other wines and uh, should be good for all of us. Steve, so great to catch up with you. I think I hope you have a good long weekend. Uh, uh, maybe wine hunting or at least wine sipping up in the Okanagan, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you uh, closer to Thanksgiving, which isn't that far away. Not that far away at all. It's going to go by real quick. I appreciate having the chance to chat with you. Thanks, yeah. Steve. Good to, thank you so much.
Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director at uh, Save On Foods. And uh, if you haven't been in a Save On Foods wine store, you'll be amazed at the selection uh, and the pricing of the wines. It's one of the best places now to buy wines. And as I say, get together with your neighbors, if you like, so that you can buy a case and really take advantage of those uh, discounts. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll take a quick break, but we're coming right back and heading to Summerland all the way up to talk to uh, Julian Schofield at Okanagan Crush Pad. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Barb Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. At Poplar Grove, we have a deep respect for the endless potential of our land in the Okanagan. To reach that potential, we know it takes foresight, courage, and the ability to laugh with nature rather than to fight it. It takes a team who embraces this journey to make truly inspired wines. I'm Barb Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery, inviting you to join us. Become a member of our wine club at poplargrove.ca. Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery would like to welcome you to visit their spectacular winery in the heart of the Okanagan's Golden Mile Bench. Guests can enjoy seated tastings of six of their signature wines for up to six people per reservation. Feel comfortable knowing that rigid social distancing and cleaning protocols are in place to ensure the utmost safety of staff and guests. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Open 10 to 5 daily. Call or visit kalmana.ca for reservations. The warm weather is here and Indigenous-inspired cuisine and much more awaits you in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Spirit Ridge Resort in Isoyas is pleased to announce the reopening of the bear, the fish, the root and the berry with a brand new menu. Social distancing protocols are in place for your safety, so join them for breakfast, lunch and dinner in complete comfort. Please make your reservations at bearfishrootberry.com. Spirit Ridge Resort, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt, visit spiritridge.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're heading up to Summerland and catching up with Julian Schofield. He's the operations manager at Okanagan Crush Pad. It's a must-stop, uh, must-visit winery for anyone uh, traversing the Okanagan. Julian, how are you today? I'm doing awesome, Tony. It's uh, it's a great day up here in Summerland. Uh, the sun is shining, bright blue skies, and there's no smoke in the air, so it's fantastic. Wow. That's, that's great. I hear that Okanagan Crush Pad has gone to the dogs. It has, yeah. We uh, we did launch a, a new brand this year, so that's uh, some exciting stuff for us. Yeah, that, what is it like? Like, I, you know, yeah, we launched a new brand, but there's a lot of thinking that goes behind it. Did did you spend the winter on this, or how did you come about uh, Bizu and Yukon? Well, that's a Christine Coletta thing. She's uh, she's been mulling this one over for quite some time, actually, and and didn't bring all of us into it until uh, quite near the end of the uh, the brand being launched. <laughs> 
Um, which, uh, yeah, even myself just sitting five feet away from her in an office, I, I had some inklings here and there as to what the brand was all about. But until I read the brand story, I, I didn't even know myself exactly what was going on. So that was, uh, it mm-hmm. was an interesting read. But uh, uh, yeah, well, Yukon. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us about the dogs to start with, I guess. Yeah, Bizu and Yukon are, are great Pyrenees, and uh, the two of them are actually brother and sister. They live up at our Garnet Valley Ranch, which is uh, our 300-acre vineyard, um, about 15 minutes away from the winery in Summerland. And they look after uh, a herd of 36 sheep that we have up there that roam on the property on our certified organic vineyards up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're guard dogs and really good at it. They are, yeah. They're definitely working dogs. They uh, they sleep the days away and then uh, go to work at night protecting their herd of sheep from coyotes, bears, uh, even cougars. Uh, we've seen signs of uh, up on the property up there. So they yeah. uh, definitely have their work cut out for them. Well, I would love to see those dogs, but apparently they're not really... You know they're not dogs that you go and pet, right? Except you've got a you've got a contest happening where you might actually get to meet the dogs. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah, the dogs are actually relatively social. They they kind of when you go and see them, they do love to come up, say hi. But it, it's a you know a five ten minute visit, and then they go back to doing their their job. But yeah, all through August we are running a. a promotion um, in conjunction with the Bizu and Yukon brand, and that is uh, posting a picture of yourself with a bottle, and you get a chance to win a trip up to Summerland with a VIP tasting and an opportunity to meet both of the dogs. So it'd be pretty exciting for somebody. And that contest ends uh, August 31st, so there's still, you know, a few days to get it in. Just a few days to get it in, yeah. And what's... Uh, Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, go ahead, Casey. I just wondered, what's the response to COVID like at um, Haywire? Well, we've had to really change what we're doing here at the winery, of course. Um, we have a tiny tasting facility that we used to use, and now actually we've pushed everything outside. So all of our tastings are conducted on our crush pad patio. Um, we have a, a host stand where people are welcomed and, and greeted to the facility. Uh, we have hand sanitizer available as everybody comes in the door, and then groups of no more than six are seated at individual tables. All of the wines are pre-poured on flight boards and presented to the guests, and they are really able to experience the wines, um, go through them, taste them uh, on their own time. And... Um, it's been it's been great. Uh, people really love the format. We really love the format because you're really getting catered to as uh, as someone that's sitting down and enjoying the wines. I know. Yeah, we we we've also been hearing that. Uh, well, I've been hearing that people. You know, you're seeing less people, but they're spending more money buying more wine. Has that been your experience at Haywire? It certainly has. Um, we we've definitely seen less people. Our, our, obviously, our season started much later in the year. Um, we didn't open our doors until June 20th, um, and uh, we even through July and August, we've seen less people. But I think people really are enjoying the experience that we are providing them. It, Like I said before, yeah. it really gives people a chance to experience those wines. You're able to kind of taste, go back and forth. We're providing a little bit more wine in your glass, and so people can actually kind of taste, go back and forth, try with a little bit of food, and uh, therefore it is translating into more sales, which has been great. Mm. Well, I think everybody should buy a case of wine when they visit a winery. 
<laughs> I'm with you. That's at a, least one. Yeah. At least one. Yeah, at least one. And you've also uh, got a self-guided tour through the organic switchback vineyard. Yeah, so our switchback vineyard uh, certified organic is on site at the winery. And we do provide uh, a little card with a bunch of information on when the when the vineyard was planted, what varieties, and all of that. And people can walk down the rows, uh, read along with the card, and see how the the grapes are doing. Which, um, mm. yeah, it's been it's been good. I I took two days off at the end of last week, and I got back here Monday, and uh, the grapes have started to go through Verizon. So we're we're excited about that. A little behind, but um, it's uh, it's moving forward with the heat that we've had lately. So it's been good. Yeah, changing color. Uh, by the way, folks, Verizon is when the grapes uh, turn color and soften up. Uh, Switchback Vineyard. Actually, I just love this idea of the self-guided tour. Uh, be one. I don't think anybody needs a booklet because once you step into that vineyard, this is a this is all you know. Essentially, a biodynamic vineyard. It's been tended to in such a way that you'll notice right away it's completely different than any vineyard you've ever been in. And I must say that I recently, I recently tasted the Switchback Vineyard Pinot Gris. Is Pinot Gris on the label now? You took it off, I think. Or did you? Uh, it's on there, Can't but remember. we're highlighting the vineyard name, Switchback. Yeah. So it, you, you see Haywire Switchback, and then underneath in small letters, Pinot Gris. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you taste that wine because it, it it's weird to say that it doesn't taste like a Pinot Gris, but what I mean to say is it doesn't taste like any other Pinot Gris in the valley. It actually tastes like the place, which was, I think, the original gold. And it's a sensational wine now, Julian, that uh, it seems like every year now as that, as that vineyard gets older, it's really uh, come into its own. And uh, they've, you've done a great job there. I guess that was a, a Pedro Parra and Antonini uh, uh, help along with, of course, Matt Dumain making the wine. It's a really uh, super, super wine. And I love the sparkling wine that you make. <laughs> we have lots of sparkling wine. Yeah, we, we do traditional method, Charmat method, and, and have even done a little bit of ancestral method or Petnat. So uh, we yeah. do about 5,000 cases of sparkling every year. So keep us busy. I like the Pinot yeah, Noir-based wine. Very approachable. Great for the summer. That's the Bizu Bubbles. Yeah, we do do some, uh, that's the new uh, launch for the Bizu, well, new to a new brand. Uh, we started out with um, the Savvy Gris, the Savvy Franc, and the Pinky Rosé, and have just recently added a, a bubbly to the mix, the Bizu and Yukon uh, Bizu Bubbles. So that's a, a mm. fun one, super approachable, great acidity, easy drinking. Those last couple days of summer, it's a, it's a great wine to open up on the patio. I'm I'm actually staring out here at the Pacific, and I'm thinking, man, I'd like a glass of that right now. Uh, Julian, so great to catch up with you, and there's so much to discover at uh, Okanagan Crush Pad. Uh, so many different lines of wines now, the narrative line, the freeform line, uh, the haywire line. They're all kind of fun to explore, and, of course, uh, Bizu and Yukon joining that uh, group. So can we visit you any day of the week, any time? How, how does it work? We are currently open seven days a week from 11 till 6 p.m., and that will run right through to the uh, Thanksgiving long weekend, so uh, October 10 or 11, whatever it is there. Yeah, super. Thanks, Julian. Great to catch up with you. Hope to see you soon when we get up there. Sounds good. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Casey. Thank you.
Julian Schofield, he's the operations manager at uh, Okanagan Crush Pad, folks. Really a, a terrific place to stop and learn about the ins and outs of organic uh, wine growing and uh, uh, so much to taste there. We have to take a quick break. Plenty more coming up. We're going to review a new cookbook by Jennifer Schell called The BC Wine Lovers Cookbook. Recipes and stories from wineries across British Columbia. That's up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this summer to celebrate their 20th anniversary season. Make sure to join them on the sun-soaked patio for a sampling of their premium wines. Or, if you can't make it out this summer, then don't forget to check out their popular virtual tasting program online. For reservations or for more information, visit them at blackhillswinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Rediscover the South Okanagan good life at Watermark Beach Resort, Asoyas Hotel and Conference Centre. Just steps to everything. The beach, shopping, the marina and great dining at the restaurant at Watermark. New executive chef Nick Atkins invites you to indulge your senses with bright new flavours inside or on the newly expanded lakeside patio. Featuring new health and safety protocols and procedures. Reservations are highly recommended. Celebrate the South Okanagan. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, my partner Casey Wilson has already given this book a big thumbs up, which is uh, quite a compliment to our next guest, Jennifer Shell. She's the author of the BC Wine Lovers Cookbook, Recipes and Stories from Wineries Across British Columbia. It's uh, put out by Appetite by Random House, and we're happy to have her today. Jennifer, how are you? Thank you so much. It's so great to be on the show. Well, we love your uh, cookbook. In fact, uh, Wilson's been bragging about it uh, most of the summer, so uh, that's high kudos from her. Uh, You love the book, don't you, Casey? I do, and I had a chance to look at it before it was published. I was very impressed with it. A lot of research. Beautiful endorsement. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, You know, a beautiful, uh, beautiful book, very well researched. Uh, Great information and recipes. How many wineries did you. how did you even decide on the wineries you were going to put in this book? Yeah, that's a question. I It's hard to, it was really hard to narrow it down. I was just looking across the province and, and trying to just provide a snapshot of the diversity of uh, old families, new families, the range of cultures. And I, you know, I could only fit in, I think there's 53. So I, uh, it was mm. a hard decision to make, but it was uh But the Tell our listeners a bit about the concept, because you went looking for stories uh, and a recipe from these people, which I think is a fantastic idea, 
which turns out that I think that that uh, uh, most of them were like home recipes, obviously, or favorites from them. And now we're all sitting at home cooking <laughs> home favorites. So it's a bit of a home run. Yeah, it was good timing. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, I I realized, you know, personally, our family recipes, you know, from my Oma or my grandmother, those books, there's a couple of them popped in, up in my um, my other cookbooks. And they're, they're tried and true. They're family favorites. And it's sort of a celebration of, of these amazing women uh, before us that were creating these dishes and how they passed mm-hmm. down. And through the wineries, it's sort of, you know, it really is representing their unique culture um, when they're sharing a family recipe. And and I asked for a celebration recipe. Um, so some of them aren't from grandma, but some of them are just a family favorite that they make every year at a certain time after Christmas. And and again, you know, who's better to pair the, the food than the, the winemaker? So they're all perfectly paired, of course, um, with their wines. I think in those stories uh, that came, each recipe had an amazing story behind it. So that was made it really unique. And one of my favorites, uh, and the recipe looks wonderful, uh, uh, Federico's Shrimp Ceviche. Can you tell us a little bit about that and the crew that comes from Mexico? Yeah, that was sort of a unique one because, as I said, most of them are family recipes, or all of them really are. Um, except when I talked to Roger and Jillian Wong and uh, Jerry Davis and talked to them about a, what a family recipe, uh, family recipe that they would like to share, they actually suggested uh, Federico's dish, which I thought was really special. Um, this crew comes from Mexico every year, and they end harvest with a uh, celebration like for the crew and the family. And it really represents uh, a big part of our wine industry and and uh, who's working the vineyards and this actually has been um, so difficult any workers coming over so more than ever their importance was um, really seen and but that is, is a delicious dish. our guest is yeah, our guest is Jennifer Shell, and she's talking about recipes in the BC Wine Lovers Cookbook recipes and stories from across British Columbia. The one that caught my eye was I'm a big fan of uh, Checkmate and, and especially of winemaker Phil McGann, who's a really laid back Australian guy with a fantastic wit. And he shared his mother's uh, chicken recipe and talks about going out early in the morning, yeah. killing the chickens with his dad, and then uh, cooking this up. Uh, 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 <laughs> a, a French, uh, actually, it was a Florence style, I think, uh, tearing on chicken. It was really cool. Well, her, his, his mom's name is Florence. So the other thing I did was ask uh, to name the recipes for a person that created and said, um, Okay, I didn't get um, that. That's even better. Yeah. 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 I wanted to name them to, you know, give them the spotlight. And, um, you know, again, Phil's an amazing guy and that just speaks to his own, um, sure, his family, his background. They, They grew up on a chicken farm and they always had tons of tarragon and, and that, that dish is amazing, paired with that fabulous yeah. starting course. And I love Listella. I love uh, Severin. And um, I think she had tears in her eyes when she talked about her grandmother's recipe. Is that right? She did. And that was another thing. You know, the, the book, um, I was so excited when I was 
drawing up this concept and, and looking at all my friends in the industry that have come from all over the world and making their new home here. And people like Sev, from, who's from France, you know, they bring their culture with them and they organize it. Um, but they bring with them their traditions, and, and I want that to shine through in the book as well. So Sev's story of her grandparents that lived by the seaside, uh, when she was a child, she would go and visit them, and they would go down to the harbor and get scallops. And her sensory memory of that just um, was really lovely to watch. And then she was saying how her her grandmother would have been so thrilled to see her recipe in this this new world kind of wine cookbook so it was special yeah so many different layers in this book because we often talk about you know there's all this business about buy local support local all that but you know the wine business is global and to have to have such a wide swath of people coming to the Okanagan to make wine and as you say sharing their culture and their food this only enriches uh, what we do and we need to continue to reach out to outsiders uh, as well as you know supporting locals because it's a just it's an important thing to do in this kind of business and you know Absolutely. two two of the really fun people in the book are uh, Shane and Gavin Miller like the photograph <laughs> he's so tall she's so tiny and he's carrying her across the vineyard and they yeah. there's their recipe for upper bench cheesy pizza mhm that dough is fantastic um they're adorable and they are just our they're our wine and cheese maker um and the perfect pairing so they're wonderful to visit and they have um a big wood fire pizza oven on there at their winery um i'm not sure if it's open i think it's open for special events or uh, only during these COVID days um but the the pizza is amazing and with their cheese shana's cheese is just incredible um so on the pizza it's just fantastic and jennifer you've got your family recipe and you you also have wines shell wines the crab feast and i want you to tell us a little bit about how you do that because you i forget how many um crabs you cook at one time but um let's tell us or let's talk about the crab pot that you use Yes. Okay, so I purchased a big pot at an Italian store in Kelowna called Valoroso years ago. It's actually uh, a restaurant spaghetti pot because it's got kind of a built-in strainer. Um, and a propane burner, the Home Depot. Um, so it's portable. You cook it outside, just attach your propane. Um, and you can cook in that pot. You cook, um, oh my gosh, I've had... Um, recipes for 12 but we've had many more people it's it fits a lot but you can adjust the size of the pot if you want but basically it's all about timing and you just throw in um, there's corn and there's sausage and there's crab and then you pull it out of the pot in the strainer and you dump it right on the table and uh, of course with wine and um, oh there's potatoes in there as well Eat with your hands if you want. It's it's so much fun. We we've done it on beaches before or in our family orchard. It's really uh, an amazing celebration meal, and it pairs perfectly with Chardonnay, especially shell Chardonnay. 
<laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and you know what, uh, Jennifer, we are going to be up in the Okanagan around the 14th of September, so we would love to attend your crab feast. Well, let's plan <laughs> it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, six, six feet apart, but we'll do it. Exactly. Uh, listen, thanks so much for joining us today, making time uh, to be on the show. Uh, we love the book, and we'll, whatever we can do to get the word out, we will. And uh, I can't wait to go home and start cooking some of these recipes. They just they just look so enticing. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Thanks so much, Jennifer. That was Jennifer Shell. She's the author of the BC Wine Lovers Cookbook, Recipes and Stories from Wineries Across British Columbia, now widely available wherever you buy books. We're going to take a quick break, but there's still a bit more to come. Casey and I are going to discuss uh, a new restaurant, a fantastic fish and chip joint, and uh, anything else we can squeeze in in this final segment on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, BC Food and Wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code, Gizmondi, when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming, and you could be a part of it. Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey low-capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artisan producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. It's a uh, well, it's it's a strange time of year, eh? Like if you think it's it's the holiday this week, but it's next week. So, yes. but it seems like the end of summer. The weather's changing, uh, and it was so short, Casey. We wait. Remember, it was raining, and we were waiting so long for the place to heat up, and and then it was so hot. Yeah, now the nights are already cool and getting dark sooner. And uh, oh well, what can you do? Uh, fall comes early on the west coast. We just have to deal with it. Uh, I want to talk about a couple things today, Casey. One uh, is a restaurant opening. Uh, you want to talk about now, which is uh, it's kind of a it's not a new concept, but different. 
for sure. Yes, it's called Mila, and it's on Kiefer Street in Chinatown, and it's a Mm plant-based restaurant, and I'm going to the opening next week. I'm very excited because it is different, a different concept for the city. There aren't too many plant-based restaurants in Vancouver. The executive chef is Jim Vessel, V-E-S-A-L, and he's putting together an afternoon and an evening tasting and they're just uh, two people to a table with six foot distancing so it'll be interesting it's a whole new way of going to a media event you say that there's not many plant-based restaurants but uh, there's tons of people that are eating plant-based yes uh, at home that's right large selection of people the more i meet the more uh, i see uh, eating that well so healthy i guess it's a good Good way to go. It is. Um, speaking of non-plant-based, <laughs> I've been spending the week up in Roberts Creek, and I checked out. I got a tip to go to a place called uh, Sharky's. Have you ever been there, Casey? I have not. Sharky's been there. Fish Logger. This is on the Sunshine uh, Coast. Yeah, it's just above the highway. Uh, it just passed the golf course in Roberts Creek, and you go up to this uh, house. Well, we ordered online. You have to do all that now. Uh, when we just ordered takeout fish and chips, I could not believe uh, how large the orders were, Casey. They were mammoth. Four pieces of fish and uh, perfectly cooked chips. Uh, you do have to sort of rush back to wherever you're eating or <laughs> eat them in the car because, you know, you can't really eat that stuff cold. No, you want it's it nice hot. When it's, it's nice when it's warm and, and hot. So uh, they do a great job on it, and you can have a choice of halibut or cod. And uh, they give you a time to pick up, and you go up and get it, and away you go. And I was super impressed. Uh, They also, you know, they have meals that are prepared, like they have a halibut lasagna, which sounds pretty cool, a shrimp quiche, all that sort of thing, codfish cakes uh, that are available. uh, I guess they're fresh frozen. But the cool thing, Casey, is the woman who runs the place, and I didn't get a chance to meet her because of all this distancing and how busy they are. She goes out and catches the fish, wow. <laughs> comes back and makes the meals. Uh, it's quite something. So if you're on the Sunshine Coast, even if you're driving by to the ferry or you're looking for a bite to eat, check out Sharky's Fish Locker. They're at 1397 Roberts Creek Road. That's the main road that takes you into Roberts Creek, but it's above the highway, just just uh, up behind the golf course. So it was a very nice. Uh, I don't know. Are you a cod or a halibut person, Casey, when you're having fish and chips i think you know, I know i'm both are, but, but i kind of always go with the halibut yeah because a lot of you people like the high end well yeah and a lot of people overcook halibuts but somebody like somebody that's doing it all the time it would be perfectly prepared what is the cost tony do you remember the cost for fish and uh chips? i think yeah they were like 15 dollars per takeout Something like that. It was it was very inexpensive. Gosh, that's a great. And, and they were huge. Like I mean, most people here could not finish what what they were given to eat. So uh, it was really nice. But you had to phone. And this is another thing. I wouldn't mind going on a bit of a rant. So you phone, and they say, "Hey, uh, okay, uh, your order will be ready at six ten." So uh, we, we, you know, I went up there with my wife at about six, six of five or so, and there was several people waiting for pickup, which it turns out that their times were after our times, but they were all getting, you know, in a tizzy and a fluster because we were getting ours before them and they were there before us, but it was our time. It was our pickup time, not theirs. 
<laughs> I don't understand. I, I just don't understand what how this you know can be, but. People really are weird when, uh, <laughs> when this stuff happens. It happens all the time at takeout now. Well, yes. I was here first. Well, it's it's not your time. Exactly. You know? No. <laughs> you can go an hour early if you want, but it doesn't help. Be, so people relax. Uh, yeah. Be calm. Be kind. We wanted to talk about that, didn't yes. we? Yes. Be kind, be calm, be safe. And uh, there are uh, – I love these this uh, linen tea towel by – well, not by Bonnie Henry, but they're in her honor. Tea towels. They're yeah. They're in green. Or Bunch of them. Yeah, green or gray, and there's more than one. But I, I love the one. Be kind, be calm, be safe. And uh, Doctor Bonnie Henry's. There's a little drawing of her on the bottom. It's kind of you know, kind of a cartoon illustration. They're really fun. And my friend Maeve, who lives in Ottawa, I sent her a photo, and she said, "Could you please order me six? They're Sixteen dollars mm. each, and she said they are going to be my Christmas presents. And she said, you know, everybody across Canada knows about Bonnie Henry, and in fact, she, you know, it's a great article in the New York Times about her. And Tony, we, we remember. Just, uh, by the way, just before you do that, we have, I brought one up as a gift for the folks that were uh, that are having us here up at Roberts Creek in their in their uh, secluded suite. Uh, it's very high quality uh, tea towel. It is. You know, it's the kind you want. It's the kind that works as a tea towel. So that, I just add that in. It's, it's not just a, you know, a gimmick. It's, those are really nice tea towels. And they're Listen actually. Listen to me talking about tea towels. I know. I love, <laughs> I love to hear you talking about tea towels. And we remember Bonnie <laughs> so Henry funny. when she we was sure on, do. on the show um, a few years ago. Yeah, way back when. Because I, we met her when we interviewed, uh, we did a piece on Clota Soleil, and she's a shareholder. And when I got speaking to her at that time, she told me she was in public health. I said, well, you must come on our radio show and talk about food safety, which she did. In fact, she mm-hmm. talked for two segments on it. We've got to find that yep. tape, Tony, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll take some uh, clips Replay out of it. Replay it. She wasn't as famous then, but she was definitely as smart. I'll say because she had a lot of she had a lot of good things to say about uh, food safety, which is always such an issue, especially in the summertime. So now there's Dr. Bonnie tea towels. There's Dr. Yep. Bonnie shoes from well, they're sold out. Yeah, they're out sold out from Fluvog. And there's yeah. something else that she's doing. Oh yes, the the um, necklaces. There's Bonnie necklaces available. If you if you Google Dr. Bonnie necklaces, and, you'll see it. Yeah, and she's got a pile of them, by the way. When you see her on... And they're different every day, more or less. Do you have that many, Casey? I don't know. I don't. Um, Hello? Hi, I don't know if you're talking <laughs> about necklaces or tea towels. Yes, I was talking about necklaces. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on uh, to something I do know a little bit about wine. Uh, you know our newsletter went out this week, Casey. I know that you received yours. Uh, have you actually been through it yet or looked at it? There was two. Uh, the one that I want to bring to your attention was the. there's a video on Argiano in uh, this latest newsletter, which is a Brunello di Montalcino producer in uh, Tuscany. And we had a great chance to talk to uh, Bernardino Sandi about 
his uh, where he works about Argiano, about the history of it, because it's a very old property. You know, you I think you've been to Montalcino, have you not? I Casey, have, Tony. The, it's beautiful. That old town on the top of the hill. So they're on the southwest side of the hill, and he he did a, just a great job of telling. Uh, uh, telling the story of their Brunello di Montalcino, which is a Sangiovese-based uh, wine. But one of the reasons I wanted to talk to him about, and this is this is the key for our listeners, is that in 2015, uh, many would say it was one of the greatest vintages of all, uh, Brunello di Montalcino. So these wines are just being released, and you can buy any 2015 Brunello that you prefer. In our case, we were talking about the Argiano. But it turns out, and he told me, and many others sort of privately say, you know, we love 2015, but we think 16 is better than 15 now. So that between these two sensational vintages, uh, you have a wide choice of Brunello di Montalcinos to buy in the next few years. And, uh, Casey, these are wines that you can keep for 20 and 30 years. Cool. So That's... you always... You can buy them, put them away. You can hold them for anniversaries. You can You can do so many different things with them. Uh, so it's great to have a vintage like that. And I always tell people if you're celebrating, like let's say you have a new grandson or a new granddaughter, you could buy them a few bottles of Brunello and they will keep until those kids are 21 and beyond. And is That's the 2016 so available what, yet? No, it's to, it, it's not out till next year. The 15 has just arrived and it is available in, in uh, BCLDB stores. So, And I don't think it will be around very long because it, it's really a terrific wine. Well, what I liked in this uh, newsletter, Tony, was uh, only you would do this. Style matters, and you've written the wine. The wine industry is too focused on quality. The average bottle of wine has never yeah. been better, but that doesn't mean consumers will like what they find. Yeah, well, thanks for that, Casey. I didn't write it, though. That was Jeffrey Moss, uh, oh. but we I collaborated with him. It's one of his first big pieces. Jeffrey is uh, almost an MW and working with us at Gizmondi on Wine. It's a very interesting piece about... Uh, a style and how uh, some people don't recognize that wineries have styles and that they they make wines to a certain style. Uh, we we know that from champagne houses, but wineries are the same too. So it's a it's a good read for people to learn a bit about that. And it's also a message for people who own wineries that you know what are you doing every year? Do you have a plan? Do you have a style? Do you you know do you stick to it? So. Uh, Lots of tips in that as well. Plenty in the newsletter. You can get all that at gizmondionwine.com. Casey, we're almost out of time. Uh, are you uh, doing anything this weekend that I should know about? Or, I'm working, you know, and Tony, I'm going to do something on the long weekend. Looking forward the to long weekend. taking a break and um, heading up north. Taking a break from writing. Yes, I find in this COVID time, actually, I actually find that uh, the deadlines seem to come faster. <laughs> I know. What <laughs> Not is that? slower. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, we're going to say goodbye. I'm going uh, out into the ocean for a swim. It's just such a gorgeous day. I can't wait to do that. And then I'll be back in town next week, Casey, and catch up with you all uh, at the station. Great. Have someone take a photo of you in a bathing suit. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to the show, folks. Uh, always great to have you uh, listen in on our conversations. Uh, and, uh, of course, with Anissa uh, connecting us today, which was doubly hard. We thank you so much for that, Anissa Hetherington, in the studio. And uh, we'll uh, see you all in a week's time. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. 
Have a great weekend, folks, and we'll uh, talk to you next week. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.